Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am back today for day three of my talk, my conversation with my good friend Jacqueline Head. And um, if you listened to Monday's episode and yesterday's episode, you know what God is doing in her life and what he's done, even through some really difficult circumstances that she and her family have faced. And so we're going to continue talking about that today. But before we do, I want to say thank you to CTC Math for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com. Try them out for free, free, free. Jacqueline. I mean, try them out for free. You can't right. use them forever for free. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to do what they do. But you could try them out for free. Jacqueline may not need CTC math because she's a math geek. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> well, you're a mathy person. I've learned. I am not a math Sort of person. enjoy it. We've a talked bit. about this on the yeah. podcast. And, you know, our listeners know I'm, I'm not a mathy person. <laughs> there is such a thing as math people and non-math people. I'm a non-math yes. person. So yes, we I have a non-math child. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I have tried to, you know, make math fun make for her. But yeah, you were telling me how you've created cheers for her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that you did that. I will not be creating math cheers for my kids. We rely on CTC math for doing those things. So, so we're grateful for it. Try them out, ctcmath.com. Um, Jacqueline, thank you for coming back with me and just for being with me this week. Thank you for sharing your heart and what God is doing, um, in your life. It's so interesting as you're talking about, um, the loss of your husband and just how your, you and your kids responded to that as I was hearing you talk and just thinking about how your husband was truly transformed into Mm -hmm. a man of God Mm -hmm. over the last four years of his Mm -hmm. life how he became a different dad. He was a Mm -hmm. different husband. He really was a different man. Mm -hmm. It's so incredible to see how the Lord set that foundation for your family, for you, for your kids and what he, what a beautiful gift he gave you Mm -hmm. in that. Absolutely. And just knowing that without a doubt that Chuck is with the Lord. I mean, you know, had, had he passed before that, you may not have had that assurance, but you know, yes, because you truly saw mm-hmm. how the Lord worked in it. And I think so mm-hmm. much of that is going back to Monday's episode where you just trusted the Lord and you said, Lord, I'm going to be, be submissive to mm-hmm. my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you with him. And there are oftentimes very godly men who, for whatever reason, don't want their wives to homeschool, right? right. It doesn't mean that right. they're not Christians. It just right. means that maybe they just don't understand homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the Lord used your faithfulness mm-hmm to help draw your husband to Christ Mm -hmm. in those last four years of his life, how he served the Lord Mm -hmm. through missions, through serving his family, through loving his kids and really Mm -hmm. becoming the husband and the man and the dad that God had created him to be. Oh yeah. When, you know, when you see your husband, when you're used to serving him, you know, and in a loving way, in a respectful way, you know, not being you know, a servant, but truly serving out of a heart of respect and humility, you know, because you love the Lord, you know, but then you start seeing your husband serving you and trying to outdo you, you know, you know, the Lord's really working in his heart, you know, and, um, it was just, you know, no marriage is perfect. No home is perfect, you know, but when you see those, those, those glimpses of the fruit, you know, and you start to see it blossoming and budding, you know, budding and blossoming and, and, and just truly becoming something beautiful. You know, it is so much better when we wait on God than to try to take it into our own hands, you know, and make something happen. Right. That right. Without God, we cannot force the hand of God to do anything. No, 
We yeah. can't. So, so even homeschooling our kids, right? You know, we can't force the hand of God in saving our kids. You know, we've often mm. talked about, you know, homeschooling is not the gospel. Homeschooling does not save our kids. I no. know plenty of kids who have gone to and go to public school mm-hmm. and they love Jesus mm-hmm. and plenty of homeschool kids who have been homeschooled their whole lives and they've walked away from right. the Lord. Right. And so that's where us doing our job as parents, when we have our kids, whether they're in school or at home with us and and really just trusting the Lord mm-hmm. as we do our best to parent them and disciple their hearts, um, you know, God's faithful. We he see is. his faithfulness he in is. that way. And so, yes. so that's so neat. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Jacqueline. Um, Talk to me about a question that I think so many people need to know the answer to this. And this is one I know that I have encountered a few times. And that's when we have a friend, um, whether husband or wife, and they, mm-hmm. they lose a loved one. And, mm-hmm. and whether they lose, you know, their spouse or they lose a child, oftentimes we don't know how to respond to those people. And that's really yes. hard. It can be a very uncomfortable mm-hmm. situation for mm-hmm. people because we want to be there for them. We want to love them, but we don't know how, and you don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. You want to encourage them, but you, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a scary place to be mm-hmm. when you're on the other mm-hmm. side of, mm-hmm. of that person. How, how did people respond to you and your family? And then how do you wish people had responded? Mm-hmm. What advice mm-hmm. can you give us well, you know, I, I think in the beginning, everybody responded, right. you know, it was, you know, we had meals every day, right. you know, we couldn't even get in the refrigerator, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, um, you know, people would come by and spend time with us or say, you know, if you just need 10 minutes to, you know, go take a bath or go cry, you know, like I'll right. come to the house, you know, um, you know, your family's there for the first couple of days and, and, you know, things are just sort of a fog, really. Right. That's the best way to describe it. And you are going through the motions and you are grateful for everybody being there. But I would say that at some point people do need time mm-hmm. to grieve, mm-hmm. you know, and so it is okay for them to be alone sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's actually healthy mm-hmm. so that you can process that grief. Um, but I would say that, you know, once the funeral is over, once the meals stop coming, it's sort of like everybody goes back to life. Right. But your life is never going to be the same. Right. And, you know, the widow or the widower needs to learn 
what this new life is going to look like, even though you can't really see it, you know, how are things going to function now? You know, how, you know, how are you going to do everything that needs to be done? And it's just you, Mm -hmm. but I would encourage people to send a text, you know, if that's the way you communicate, you know, send an email, send a card, stop by, you know, call them and say, can you meet for coffee? Let's take the kids to the park and get them ice cream. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Obviously, if it's if it's a widow or you you know you may need to do it as a couple, but I would encourage couples not to leave the widow or the widower, mm-hmm. because those kids need to see a model of a marriage. Yeah, they need to see a husband loving a wife and a wife respecting her husband, even after their mom or dad is gone, mm-hmm. because that is so important that they continue to see an example of Christ's love in a home. Yeah. It's so important for them to see that, you know, my friends didn't leave, you know, they're don't be afraid of the widow because there's no husband wives, you know, husbands don't be afraid, you know, to continue to take those kids fishing. If y'all were fishing buddies, you know, go get the kids and take them fishing with your kids, you know, um, you know, wives that, you know, I would encourage you, you know, bake meals and you and your husband take them over to the widower, you know, and, and if he needs help braiding hair, you know, or something like that, show him how to braid hair, you know, whatever it is, because, you know, they, they don't even, it's just a fog, right? You know, they don't even know you're just in survival mode, you're just in survival mode, you know, and things do start to get better and you start to, you know, get a, a rhythm and, and a schedule and things get better, but they still need to know that they have a backup. Mm-hmm. You know, that if, if one of the other children gets sick in the middle of the night, what are they going to do? Right. They don't have a spouse for one to stay home. And, you know, they need somebody to call, especially if your parents aren't close by. Right. You know, they need they need that friend to still be there to say, no matter what it is, I'm here. Right. You know, and so I would just encourage, you know, even when the funeral's finished and and the crowd has dissipated. Right be that friend that stays, that yeah. sticks around, yeah. you know, and, and ask, you know, do you, do you want help with this? Right. You know, and if they don't, then get them that room, right. you know, but if they say yes, be there, right. You know, right. It's, and I would imagine too, just being a listening ear, you know, we, yes. we have a friend whose husband passed, um, a while back and, you know, I just felt like I, I didn't know what to say to her, mm-hmm. but all I knew was that I could be there for her to listen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I would send her text messages mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just say, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about you. I'm praying for you mm-hmm. today. And, um, you know, I think sometimes just being willing to listen. Yes. Someone who can just listen. Yeah. There was another homeschool mom that did not live in the same town that we lived in, but she knew that I needed encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so she would send me a card every three days. Wow. And she did that for the first year after Chuck passed away. Wow. I still have those cards. And sometimes I still go back and read her notes mm-hmm. because that was her gift, obviously, you know, yeah. to encourage people. And you do need so much encouragement, yeah. you know, during those times. And it can be just something so simple, yeah. you know, that can encourage somebody, even just a smile and yeah. a hug, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like you're saying, just a listening ear. You don't have to have the right words right. and you're going to mess up sometimes. Right. And just, just, you know, your friends usually will have grace for that. Yeah. You know, they know that you, you love them yeah. and you want to be there for them. So, yeah. No one affects your child's education more than you do. Even though others may provide the courses and the supplies you need, you have the most say regarding the quality of your student's learning experience. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. 
the people at BJU Press do everything they can to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to speak with an experienced homeschool consultant. We are back with Jacqueline. Um, where are you now? Where is your family now? Um, you know, you're seven years, mm-hmm. you know, into this yes. trial. And like I said before, you are truly one of the most joyful people I've ever known. And I mm-hmm. love that you talk about how you chose God's joy. Mm-hmm. You chose to find joy. And that's, that's a very intentional action. Yes. Not an easy thing to do because no. we all, whether, you know, it's the death of a loved one or an illness, you know, mm-hmm. people are going through cancer or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there are so many different things that, uh, the loss of a job. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many trials that we go through as Christians Absolutely. and, and sometimes it's hard to carry on mm-hmm. as homeschool family, mm-hmm. you know, so seven years later, mm-hmm. where are you today? Well, so, you know, the Lord works in ways that we don't understand. Yeah. So the, the day after my husband passed away, I emailed Dr. Mark Hamby, who is the founder of Lampletter Ministries. And I just wanted to thank him for humbly sharing his testimony about his family and how the Lord changed his heart in parenting and how that changed my husband. And so I sent him the email and he contacted me right away and said, you know, the next time I'm in Nashville, I want to, I want to get together with you. And so of course I went to his seminars, you know, and, and we met again and, you know, he has just been so supportive of us since that day. Mm. He has been an earthly shepherd for us. He has, um, you know, just reached out to us, whether it's through a phone call or an email or now taking me on staff, you know, at Lamplighter Ministries. I get to serve the Lord through Lamplighter. It is so exciting, you know, but choosing joy every day, no matter what it is that you're walking through, no matter what season of life you're in, it really is a choice, you know, and I clung to, to verses from the word of God, you know, just to get me through the next moment sometimes, you know, or the next day. But God's word is so rich, you know, and just to think like Psalm 34, eight says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him to continue to trust in him. You will see his faithfulness. You will get to, you know, taste his goodness, you know, and, and just to be able to experience that on this side of heaven, you know, and so many people think that, oh, when I get to heaven, you know, I'll have joy, you know, I'll have you know, whatever it is, but no, we can experience that today. You know, Psalm 1611 says, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. You know, when he is our savior, we are in his presence all day. He's dwelling inside of us. We can have that fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. You know, we don't, we don't have to wait. You know, he wants us to have an abundant life and it may not look like what we thought it would look like, but it's what he knows is best for us. Yeah. And so if we trust him, you know, well, we can have that joy, but it is a choice, right? You know, to choose to, to dwell in his presence, yeah. you know, um, you know, and I just want to encourage you, you know, if you are going through a trial right now, you know, it, if you are suffering right now, you know, Romans five, three through 11 talks about God's immutable love. And it says not only that, 
But we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that the suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out. God's immutable love, it's gushing out toward us. It's gushing into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And when you think about that, when you think about God just pouring his love on you, you know, and, and you may just be wondering, you know, God, where are you? He's right there. Mm. Call out to him. Call his name. If that's the only thing you can say is Jesus. Yeah. Call out to him. Wow. You know, because he will. He will just bathe you in his love. And and you'll be able to get back up and go, you know, whatever it is, God, you're gonna help me face this. Yeah. You're gonna fight my battles for me. And I'm just gonna rest in hope in you. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of a better way to end this. And you've done that for your kids. You, mm. I'm telling you, you exude the love of Jesus. I, I love yeah. as we were just looking through scripture together and you get so excited <laughs> about God's word. Oh, it is so exciting. And yes. And I, I know you love the Lord and you've loved the Lord for many, many years. Mm. But I imagine that you're more passionate about God and his word Absolutely. in the last seven years. Yes. You know. Praise yes. God for that. Praise God from whom all blessings Amen. flow, Amen. even in the midst of very difficult times. Yeah. So Jacqueline, thank you thank so much you. for sharing with us this week. It's been such an encouragement to me. Um, I know it's been an encouragement to our listeners and I'm so thankful. I know you were nervous Praise to come God. on yes. <laughs> and I was like, we're just having a conversation, just two friends talking. And so this is so exciting. Um, God is honored um, through your life. Thank you, and um, and through what yes, you're God. doing, even at Lamplighter Ministries. You know, you it, it's so funny. You've you've been doing some menu planning for their students right. there, and we were talking about how even what you're doing and just planning menus is serving God's kingdom. So it doesn't yes. matter what we're doing if we're where the Lord wants us to be. There's yes. no better place to be than in the center of God's yes, throne. Right. So wherever we are, whatever we're doing, if mm-hmm. we are obedient to Him. And willing to just say yes to whatever it is. Yes. If it's menu planning or being out on a mission field, Mm -hmm. if we're serving the Lord, he's going to use us in amazing and miraculous ways. So thank you for uh, just sharing with us your heart this week and what God is doing and has done in your life. I'm so grateful for you and grateful for your friendship, Jacqueline. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you've been encouraged this week. I know that you've been encouraged this week because I have been encouraged and it's impossible to listen to Jacqueline and and not just feel and see the love of God just pouring out of her life. So, and really quickly, tell us again, what is, what the talk is by Dr. Hamby that your husband listened to and that you listened to that changed, literally changed your life. It's raise them up. Don't crush them down. Okay. And we'll put a link to that. You said it's available to listen to. So we will put a link to that specific talk. But we are going to have Dr. Hamby on the podcast soon. And we're going to actually talk about that very specific thing. So come back and listen when you hear, when you see his name pop up on the Schoolhouse Rocked (laughs) podcast, make sure you listen to that. So if you have not left a review for the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, please do that. We would greatly appreciate it. And be sure to share this with your friends and family. Have a great day. We'll see you back here on Monday. Bye. I'm Paul Hastings, the host of Compelled Podcast. We use gripping, immersive storytelling to celebrate the powerful ways God is transforming Christians around the globe. Listen to unique and compelling testimonies from people like Ron, who was sentenced to 500 years in prison at the age of 22. Ron knew that he was utterly alone, or was he? 
Or listen to Virginia, an attorney defending Christians in court who one fateful afternoon came face to face with a trained assassin sent to kill her. With countless stories demonstrating the power of Jesus Christ to change lives, you can listen to Compelled on your favorite podcast app or by visiting compelledpodcast.com.